Hey friends, welcome back to the Gentle and Lowly podcast. I'm Addie, your host, and today we are going to be talking about seasons of change. And today I'm very excited. I have a special guest. Uh, our guest is Lydia Callis, and I have a fun story of how Lydia and I met. We have to give a shout out to our friend Caitlin Shoemaker. <laughs> she told me about <laughs> Lydia. She's like, Addie, this girl's a graphic designer. You have to be friends with her. And I just followed her thrifting page, and I said, who is this girl? She loves Jesus, goes to Bethel University, if you're in Indiana, it's in Mishawaka, Indiana. And then I was like, what? We just need to be friends. And so I was like, message her, let's get coffee. And here we are today. And so it's just so cool just how community can happen right where you're at. And we'll probably talk a little bit more about that. But first, Lydia, just welcome to the podcast. I'm so glad you're <laughs> Thank here. You so much. Yeah. yeah. I'm so happy to be here. And I love thinking about how we met and <laughs> how many people we find out we end up actually both knowing. Yes. Like, wait, I know them too. And <laughs> Crazy. So, yeah. Love community. Yeah. So, so good. And now you're actually a Bethel graduate. So that's, that's pretty rad. Yeah. And Absolutely. what did you study there for the people? Snow? Mm-hmm. Majored in graphic design. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which is pretty fun. So just a little bit, give an overview of all the things, I guess, kind of like what you're doing. And my friends know that I do a lot of things and so we're both creatives if you didn't pick up on that already Um, but just what does this season kind of look like in a snapshot in a snapshot Mm -hmm. well yeah I definitely identify as multi-passionate and I do all the things and some people say I collect jobs and I would say that's true (laughs) Mm -hmm. Um, I've always been just I've always had an entrepreneurial spirit I guess I would say but right now yeah I'm in my summertime, but it's not really, it's, it's truly just weather-based now. I have no school to go back to. Mm-hmm. feels amazing. Yes. <laughs> it's kind of like the world's, you know, wide open for me, basically. Mm-hmm. And sometimes that's like the most amazing and freeing feeling. But then sometimes, and I'm sure I'm not alone in this, it's like, wow, I have no idea what I want to yeah. do or what God wants me to do or, you know. So I love that you asked me to be on the podcast with the mm. topic of like seasons of change because mm-hmm. that is exactly what I'm in right now. So <laughs> yeah. yeah, I'm engaged. I'm getting married in October. Yes. So that's a lot of my summer wedding planning mm-hmm. and celebrating that. I'm very excited but, for. Yes, absolutely. And uh, also a lot of my life right now looks like spending time with family, you know, mm-hmm. last summer in my bedroom at home yep. and, mm-hmm. you know, those kinds of things. So, yeah. 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 I mean, it's really like you just went from winter tra- transition from college, you know, when everyone being together and your fiance, you guys being together. Right. And then now you're shifting gears until they're like, wait, now I'm back home. What do I do? It's like one big transition yeah. on top of another as you prepare for another one. And that's why mm-hmm. I was like, man, like that happens to almost every young adult. But we don't really talk about seasons of change I, not I guess about it at all. yeah not mm-hmm. a lot or especially yeah. this change I feel like because right. high school you go like there's graduation parties and everyone mm-hmm. knows you're going to college is the easy next step right. like everybody does that it's mm-hmm. kind of like I mean not everyone I have no problem with people right. that don't go to college yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. but that's like, like a more celebrated stage but yeah. nobody talks about post-grad yeah like of and college I'm like okay yeah. what do we do what do we do yeah. and it's hard and Let's like everyone says that but then you're like wait what does that actually mean mm-hmm. and for me this past May was four years out of college 
And it just felt like a really big like stake in the ground because I think when I was a freshman in college and you might feel like this way because now you're graduated you're a senior or mm-hmm. you know like now you're postgrad mm-hmm. like when you were a senior you're like wait it's I'm done and now I'm like wow when this is what I used to like think about or spend my time just like kind of daydreaming like what would future Addie be doing and be mm-hmm. like how would God like align things up in my life you know so many years from down there And it just felt so far away and it's so surreal for it to be like here, how time is. Absolutely. Time (laughs) is crazy. Such a thing I've been experiencing lately, just like the reality of it and Mm -hmm. also the speed of it. But then you look back and you're like, man, how did I get here? How? (laughs) Exactly. Yeah. Which is insane. Yeah. Yeah. Which, okay, before we go too deep, you can tell we're both passionate about this topic and Mm -hmm. also just very relatable. Usually we've been doing the big three or the top three, but we're going to shift gears and do happies and crappies. This is something (laughs) that my small group does, and I've had a lot of leaders do it. And so we're going to do happies and crappies. And I can start with one happy. Yeah, go for it. And if you follow us on Instagram, just gentle and lowly, and you know Lydia, our summer collection dropped this past Yay! Friday, which is so exciting. And we had our first two markets, made market, which was like more of an artesian market. And you had to like be selected by a jury, which like I thought there's no way they're going to like let me in because I only had a couple stickers and, you know, just from the spring collection and a sweatshirt and a t-shirt, but they did. I said, wow, that's only Jesus. And then the Mishawaka market, I just wasn't entirely sure of, you know, if people would be looking for the type of stuff that I was selling. And hands down, just I'm so, so thankful for obviously like selling things like it is a business. I'm so thankful for that. But Mm -hmm. beyond that, before I even made a sale, like I already met maybe two or three people about ministries and different things that they wanted to collaborate or they needed vendors for. And they were like, this is so awesome. And just being able to connect with also other like makers who share the same, you know, kind of worldview and how they're trying to create, spread that joy and like use their creativity for Jesus. I was like, this is incredible because that community, like that ache was there. And I was like, Lord, like, I know people, you know, like me are there, like you, Lydia, like, we just have to find one another in a different way, sometimes. And the Lord just brought the right people. And we're just expanding this community, like right here. And once like people mm-hmm. would look at a shirt, and they would look on the on the back, like the made in his image, they would be like, <laughs> Oh, my gosh, like, I love it even more. And so, yeah. like, all the glory to Jesus, because I'm just so blown away at something that I just thought this is only a dream and I didn't know if it would resonate with people and people yeah. are here and we're just finding the right community. And so I'm so thankful to Made Market and the Mishawaka Market for just being able to bring the right community to to come together, which is so awesome. So That's I so could fun. could write a, a whole blog post about that, which I probably will. Absolutely. So, yeah. <laughs> Which is fun. Love it. But what about your week? Well, let's see. I actually recently got back from family vacation. Probably my favorite place to be in the world, Lakeside, Ohio. Oh, um, yeah. And it's so tiny. I don't know if you know about it, but um, it's like a little gated, cottagey community. That's and, adorable. You know, it's so cute. And it's just perfect for my family where we have 
you know, ranging from ages, you know, newborns, my nephew's newborns, yeah. and, uh, you know, grandparent level. So, yeah. like, all these people are going to have fun in one place doing different mm-hmm. things. Anyways, um, my happy from that week is not a typical vacation happy, mm-hmm. but it just, like, was so funny. It was one of those, like, belly laugh moments that you remember, like, you know in advance you're going to remember this for some yep. reason. Like, okay, so anyways, um, we got in the gate first day you know as a group Mm -hmm. and then we took like the shuttle all the way down to the place we were staying in the community and I wanted to take like a 0.5 selfie of my family and it was so bright outside like this is like our first thing in the gate literally and it was so bright no one was paying attention I couldn't really see my phone so I literally held it up snapped a photo and then (laughs) never thought about it again yeah until the end of my vacation and then I made like a shared Google album for my family so we could all see all the photos and when we saw how this photo turned out we like cried laughing it was the funniest picture and I'll I'm glad it's a podcast I can't show everybody but I'll send it to you later okay (laughs) and I'll be dying on the floor laughing (laughs) no exactly my hair's everywhere my mom's in the weirdest face like so funny but it was like a bonding moment that we were all yeah. like why did we never see this and why is it sorry why did it turn out so funny why did you only take one photo like, just one photo run and done oh my gosh yep. it's it reminds me of like the awkward family photos where you know you're intentionally now recreating but like this uh-huh. is just life as it happens and you're like this yep. is just my family and i love it and i'm here for I it think those are the best <laughs> exactly I think yeah, it might it need to so be framed somewhere, like in a really ironic spot where people are like, <laughs> what is this? Like, you know, because it's not a typical photo you probably will frame. <laughs> nope, you're right. But it's just for the memory. It needs to happen. Yeah. Yep. Good, good little Christmas gift, like a little ornament. Oh, oh my gosh. gosh. Come on. So Stop funny. it. Oh, come on, Lydia. You got to do that. The idea's pointed. Yes. Well, I think that is fantastic, though. I mean, there's so many things about vacation, like so many memories and like the good ones. But I think that's one of my favorite things that it's so funny. Every time my mom and I like die laughing with that belly laugh, she always like will say it, like comment about it. And then I'm like, (laughs) then I just like will remember it more because it's like something Kodak did or something. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But it just like makes it a core memory. And it's so cool like how that can just happen like your brain can just do that mm. that's a whole nother thing but I just think it's amazing but absolutely yeah another thing I guess about speaking of my mom really then I'm just just really really thankful for her and her help and honestly then my dad and my stepmom they both came up to the Mishawaka market and I just had this realization even as I was packing up and you know, I was really tired and everything that I was like, wow, I'm so thankful and truly like blessed to have the support of a family. Even if it looks different, I'm super thankful that my parents support what I'm doing or they're just, they're just there to cheer me on. And not everyone Mm -hmm. has that. And Mm -hmm. I know that can be really hard and it's really scary to do things alone. And that's kind of how I felt in October when I was trying to start things. And I just was like, wow, I've come a long way, but it's only like with the Lord and also with my parents' help too, like them giving me ideas and bouncing things off of them. Mm-hmm. But 
that just means the world and also just actually literally like setting up and tearing down my mom and I couldn't have done that without her for the first yep. time yes I was you know it is pretty nerve-wracking to like wanting I've wanted to do a market for a long time mm-hmm. but I didn't really have anything to sell or whatever but even if you know like your stuff could be good and sell well like it's just nerve-wracking to be on the other side of it even if you love farmers markets like you yeah. know you, you and I like we love that <laughs> like come uh-huh. on get that coffee Absolutely. walk the dog like <laughs> come on it's so much fun but being on the other side of it like it's a totally different element and just mm-hmm. doing something new you just don't know what to expect and so I just have to give a shout out to my mom and, and my dad mm-hmm. just driving all the way up too like that was mm-hmm. incredible so that was something else that I thought of and I was like man I cannot not tell them that uh, publicly yes. though too I love that and yeah. it's definitely difficult and I've thought about this too with different things I like pop-ups or stuff I'd want to do mm-hmm. someday like you as a consumer walking to a farmer's market or a pop-up or anything like that with the mindset of like this is carefree I can buy I don't have to buy yeah. it. I'm just looking around mm-hmm. like it's easy but as soon as you're on the other side of that you realize this isn't carefree anymore. No, it's like, not. I, I need to, <laughs> all these details and the yep. for the place and mm-hmm. yeah, all those things. So if your yeah. parents were able to be there um, to not only emotionally support, but yeah. like logistically, yes. let's make this carefree as possible. Yes. So, yeah. It made it painless. And then also, I didn't even realize it, but then I had two separate friends, one who lives in Grand Rapids now, and her and her boyfriend came, and that was so sweet. And then my other friend, so Leah and Travis, love you guys, and then Lauren, (laughs) love you too, Lauren, um, they all came, and that meant so much, and also just for them to, like, actually affirm and encourage, like, there is something, Mm -hmm. obviously, like, there's the five love languages, um, and I think, yeah, definitely one of mine is words of affirmation. And so to have that, mm-hmm. I was like, okay, Lord, they're filling up my heart a lot, exactly. yeah. <laughs> which is incredible. So it's good to have those core friends too. But Absolutely. ironically enough, a crappy is that I, I just didn't realize I was, I'm just so sore from, from doing everything. It's <laughs> like my mom and I are like, we don't want to do anything after yep. this. Um, so much standing. Yeah, so much standing and, and things. And like, I need yeah. to invest in some really good shoes. I love my Vans, and I think mm-hmm. they're the best, but they're not the best support in that way. Yes. But that's okay. But other than that, I'm like, that's the only crappy. I think that's okay. But, yeah. Yeah. Definitely a worthwhile crap. Yes, <laughs> I know. But, I mean, it's okay if you don't have a crappy. We, we do say that even in my small group. But... Do you have anything that you're like, oh, man, this, I wish that could have been better? Well, let's see. I don't think, I don't, I don't think I have a big crappy. I guess this is last week. Last week. Well, and see, and this is going to be a good segue if we segue into our topic. Um, Just feeling a lot of like um, pressures and Mm -hmm. they, they're not from me. They're not from people specifically. Mm -hmm. They never are. I have a loving, supportive community and family and friends and myself. Mm -hmm. I'm very confident and secure in every, like all of the things. Okay. Mostly it comes, it's mostly wedding, like wedding planning and um, just future in general. Yeah. And as soon as you do something that's not conventional, Mm. 
you start reading into things that people like people's facial expressions and yeah. people's words and and then you just create these scenarios in your head yeah. you're like man what if I what if I can't do things my own way or mm. you know that's a big thing with wedding planning especially is like I just like what if I want to do it differently? What if I yeah. want to be introvert friendly and <laughs> you know all those different things? All those things. Um, yeah. Yeah. So feeling random pressures from mm. of that out of the blue um, was a little bit of a topic last week, but oh. I'm thankful that's not 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 how it is anymore. Mm-hmm. I'm oh yeah secure in it and lots of good wedding planning going on and. Yeah, that's good. I mean, but that's it's so true, though. I mean, even even apart from wedding planning in the future, but especially Mm -hmm. like we can make up those scenarios based on Mm -hmm. even like how we interact with a friend like at church, you know, and make up this whole narrative. I just saw something uh on instagram from one of my a really fun stop motion artists that i follow and it was something along the lines of like where we can use our creativity you know to like our imagination to like fuel Mm -hmm. either anxiety like we are kind of using it to create this whole world scenario or you can use it in a different way and i'm like Mm -hmm. holy cow i mean because it's all this imaginative you know things and scenarios and no, exactly. there's so many things that I overthink. I am a chronic overthinker where you can say something <laughs> to me, then I'll be like, I'm still thinking about like how yes. that was said. And if what I did anything, yeah, what does that actually mean? <laughs> and did I do anything wrong? Like, which right. is, it's not yes. any of those things. And no one said it. Yeah. And my mom has to remind me of that a lot. She's like, yes. Addie, do you think totally. like, no, they didn't say that. That's not what, the, do mm-hmm. you really think that? I mean, I was even getting a little discouraged when it was only like an hour in realistically like only like yeah. 15 minutes into a market and I was like oh I don't know maybe we shouldn't yep. be here <laughs> exactly like yeah but I mean there's so much more pressure within a wedding too because it's just a bigger life event and yeah I mean second shooting weddings and also professionally shooting weddings totally. just seeing things behind the scenes and also being a part of friends weddings like there are just things like you're not going to be able to please everyone and uh-huh. That's a tough, like, that that hurts my heart because mm-hmm. I was the kid where, like, I want to invite everyone to my birthday party yes. to make sure mm-hmm. no one feels left out, right? Feels left out. Yeah. <laughs> and Sophie, they don't see it on social media and they're like, oh, that's just so sad. Like, uh, you yeah. know, all those things. And yeah. there's just so much more of our world. Like, it's just so instantaneous and things. And so, you know, something, a decision be made, it can get known like in 30 minutes you're like how did how did that happen like I was just thinking about this yep yep and I think that's I know we're both Enneagram threes and I know we're both creatives <laughs> yeah and we both have a little language of words of affirmation so <laughs> I just resonate with all of it all of those things all of the things yes and um yeah so I think that's definitely easy for people with the love language of words of affirmation mm-hmm. is you take a word that isn't directly affirmation and then it's like well (laughs) what did you mean by that (laughs) tell me more let's let's unpack that a little bit yeah (laughs) use my paper about about it it. yeah (laughs) literally in my head but yeah definitely then you guys might even think about that but like a core four that's what I am and then like Mm -hmm. I feel things so deeply and then a wing three it's like 
you know, the achieving side. So all those things. And I'm like, no, I don't want to move on from it. Like I actually need to like sit in it, which is sometimes frustrating Mm because I mean, even for myself, but I'm like, I just need to talk about it. And I'm like, I'm sorry, Mm -hmm. this is going to take three hours. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, exactly. I've read that about fours where they're like, they just need some patient people in their lives sometimes. Like, let me get in process and that's good. And I'm very, very thankful for those patient people. There's so many car conversations and I'm saying the same thing. And then they're just able to be like, okay, Addie, what what about this? Like, think about this way. Mm -hmm. I'm like, oh my gosh. And it all makes sense by the time we're done. Or not all of it, but we're like maybe 90% there. Making some progress. Yes. (laughs) Oh, man. But so, you know, we've talked about post-grad life and, you know, it is a big thing. And like I said, you know, like I'm four years out of it. And mm-hmm. I should technically like be adjusted and there's times I don't even feel totally adjusted to the normalcy of life. Yeah. I mean, and it's kind of funny, like I just turned 26 and so I should be by like technically, mm-hmm. you know, or even by 30, you know, whoa, mm-hmm. but <laughs> I should be more experienced in that way. But I mean, for even you, like how has that even been when it's just so recent? Yeah. Um, Well, first thing that came to my mind when you're mentioning ages, something that I see like on social media all the time. And I think it's honestly a good, good perspective on that. Like, uh, especially in the Christian community, the, Mm -hmm. you know, ring by spring and all these conventional pressures, you know, like Mm -hmm. what we've been talking about. Um, If you think about like any TV show that you'll watch that has to do with friends, literally the show Friends, New Girl. How I Met Your Mother. All How I Met Your Father. One, mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> all of the season one ages of those people mm-hmm. are almost 30. Yes. And then by the, like, season yes. one. And then by the time you're done with their seven, eight, ninth, tenth season, yeah. they're well into their 30s, going on 40. 40. And they're just now, like, having kids. Married, having kids. Yep. Mm-hmm. All of those stages. Yes. At the beginning, they're train wrecks, typically. They don't yep. Have, like conventional no jobs plan and all those kinds mm-hmm. of things yeah no plan ever yeah yeah or money so keeping that perspective yeah. and i'm not saying we should take all of the you know no it's from those shows yep <laughs> yeah. but i think it's uh something helpful to think about is that going on 30 is still season one and we've mm. got lots oh, ahead of us that's so good lydia so i just that's a reminder for post-grad people. Mm. Are, I'm 22 years old. Yeah. That some people might think, like my sisters that are 10, they're like, oh, mm. you're old. But you're really? Old. Yeah. Whole no. Ahead of us. No way, Jose. Yeah. So. Oh, my gosh. It's so funny because, I mean, I was probably watching one of those shows just recently. And yeah. it's, I, I think I had that thought, but it just like was there and then it just went poof. But that is so interesting, <laughs> right? That like they don't start, like they they are in their 30s. And I'm like, man, these people like, it, like I'm like, wow, they don't have their life together either. And I yep. think that's the thing, like. It's not, you know, don't sound bad, but I mean, everyone is learning it as they go. I mean, you're just kind of trying to improve your habits or break them or we're kind of get stuck in our habits that we do. And I think that is probably one of the biggest things. Like when I even look back at my college experience, the things that I did there set me up well, you know, or even a little bit mm-hmm. better for postgrad of like, okay, I know it's going to be hard to find a community, but like, 
I have to be the awkward new person, you know, for at least two <laughs> months before I actually right. find real friends, kind of. Yeah. Um, and you just have to commit and choose to commit mm-hmm. in those seasons. And it's going to be awkward. It's it's hard. Um, but you kind of have to be the person to take that first step. I mean, even like at the market this weekend, I was like, oh, my gosh, there's so many creative people, but there's just, you know, random connections all over. And I'm like, OK, yeah. like I want to be friends with some of these people. OK, I just have to go and say hi. And right. <laughs> you just have to show that like hospitality mm-hmm. and, it, you know, take that charge. Um, mm-hmm. But I think the best thing is having a people just a few years ahead of you. And I, I think of my mentor, uh, Paige, in college and. Uh, she went to SCAD and then she came back and, you know, discipled us all these things. And like we've been able to continue to do life together, even though it looks differently. And uh, some of my friends, when I graduated, they like one of my other friends surprised me with like this journal thing and where all my friends like wrote down like different like mm-hmm. letters to me and mm-hmm. a Polaroid. I was working on a project and it was just the sweetest thing because words of affirmation. Mm-hmm. Um, and Paige wrote in that letter that like, Addie, it's going to be hard. But don't give up like, you know, like it, it just the reality is that it's hard and it takes time. Mm-hmm. And man, obviously, uh, maybe not obviously, but I can talk about that topic a long time because I wrote a book about <laughs> it that's coming out soon, Absolutely. which we'll get to in a whole other series of podcasts. But I think that's the biggest thing is like, it's okay. And also, I'm, I'm kind of relearning and now I'm like, you know, over, which is not, it's I, like, I still find it exciting, no matter, obviously, like, I'm that person where my mindset now I'm like, n- no matter or not no matter, because every year is another year, I want to be just as excited as I am now for 26, when I am 40 or 50 or 45, like, mm-hmm. it doesn't matter. I want to have that same, like, excitement. And just energy of like, okay, Lord, like, what do I get to practice again this year? And what do I get to learn in a different way? Mm -hmm. And so, you know, it's just continuing to learn like with Jesus and we just like, but then those seasons will look different and it's so exciting how those will look, but your twenties, it's a pivotal time where there's just a lot less responsibilities. I mean, even for me, like, being single in this season, like, I mean, I've been single, I think my, my whole life. And mm-hmm. so like, this just a unique opportunity to be able to do exactly what I think the Lord's calling me to do. Like a hundred percent with no regret. The best, yeah. Yeah. That is the best season. It is. I mean, no, no, but, but it doesn't mean that there haven't been challenges in it, but it can right. be, like both seasons, you know, can be exciting and it can be hopeful. Like you're still awaiting for the next season, but it's like, well, I'm not yep. going to waste the time waste that God's given. Exactly. Exactly. Right. Like our twenties, it's just the time to try those new things and it's okay yeah. if we fail. Like, exactly. I think that's what the time is for Yep. <laughs> to figure 100%. it out. That is what it's for. And <laughs> Yeah. And that is part of the beauty of mentorship of people older than you who can mm-hmm. tell you those things, reaffirm you in those things, and just remember that you're not alone in it. And yep. yeah, that's a huge thing. Yeah. So backing up to, you know, some of the TV shows and the different things you mentioned and how they kind of skipped over like that season of your 20s, which is just, it's mm-hmm. so ironic. I think someone should now like, 
have a TV show about that. I mean, technically, there's like the high school ones, you know, but anyways, Mm -hmm. that's a whole nother creative conversation. But (laughs) it just brings up this question of like, okay, well, like, what advice then would you give to incoming, you know, college freshmen or even seniors as they're outgoing? Just because, you know, like I said, that's been four years ago for me. I can go back there, but it's so fresh for the season like mm-hmm. you just exited. So, yeah, what advice would you give to those people? For sure. I guess this is a thematic response. We're talking about, you know, seasons and timing and things. So for incoming freshmen, I would say be observant of God. And what I mean by that is that I'm like, if you open your eyes to things, he will show you things. Mm. We know this. Mm -hmm. But for me, what that means is when something like college is the most like random, semi trying time and so many things are going on all the time. Mm -hmm. And so sometimes one little thing will pile on another little thing and just like turns into a crappy day. Sometimes, not sometimes, I believe that God works all of those things for Mm. good. And so I feel so grateful that I, almost every day at school, like I could tell you specific instances when Mm. I like was running late to class, but then it ended up later that day showing how like that was a blessing Mm. or you run into somebody and you're like, okay, well now I'm, you know, running behind for something else, but then it ended up affecting you later that week. And it's like, oh, now I'm able to reach back out to this person that I ran into because we had that conversation. So just like the most random tiny things, if you don't look for those things and Mm. you don't realize what those things are, like you'll just, if you start opening your eyes to those tiny interactions or tiny things that look bad, but they end up not being bad, like it'll just change your entire perspective Mm. of every single day. And giving yourself the grace to not have a perfect day every single day is a must because Mm -hmm. sometimes your assignment's going to be late and sometimes your professor won't like you. And sometimes you're not going to be in the friend group you want to be in. Mm. And like, I would just focus more Mm -hmm. on the things that you might not see God doing, but he's doing things. Mm. I guess it's not it. And that applies to every season of life, but that is what I learned in my time at school. Mm. Because it kind of, it can be easy to get wrapped up in mundane things and Mm -hmm. um, small annoyances, but there's purpose in them. So I guess is what I would conclude that Mm -hmm. with. Post-grad people, not sure how qualified I am for advice, given that I just entered You are a graduate, so you're qualified. (laughs) Welcome to the world. (laughs) Let's see. So I, I mean, again, this applies to all seasons, but Mm -hmm. if you Mm -hmm. can truly blindly, maybe not blindly, but trusting God Mm -hmm. in Mm -hmm. the open wide field that is before you is a must. I legitimately don't know where I would be like if I hadn't trusted. Mm. I was, you know, my professors, and this is a little bit of a story, if that's okay. Yes. <laughs> um, yes. Cool. Sorry. Yes. Not even. No, you're head. good. Yes. <laughs> the words of affirmation. <laughs> <laughs> you know it. Let's see. So I excelled in my field at school. I mean, it was a small school, but still, 
my professors had all you the did. hopes in the world for me. Yeah. They still do, you know, graduated with honors. Like, it was kind of cliche how well I did at school and especially in my field. And I love my field. I love graphic design. Mm-hmm. You know, in this season, everybody's telling you, okay, start applying for jobs, start doing all the things. Yep. And yes, that is a next step. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Don't just sit around and do nothing. Use your gap right. given yes. talent. I want to say that that can look like whatever it needs to look like, I guess. And so in kind of piggybacking off of what I said during college, the little trials or big trials might seem like just that, but I would encourage you to see that there is purpose in them. So like my time at school, a big chunk of it was affected by COVID. We all got sent home. And I'm like, okay, now what do I do with this? Yeah. Like, I want to be in the classroom learning. And mm-hmm. it felt subpar. But what that season ended up being for me was a side hustle that has turned into this over 4,000 followers business that oh, yeah. I could not be without. Because sometimes mm-hmm. when I've taken breaks for it, I feel broke. I'm like, wow, I actually kind of depend on this now. Yeah. And it's something I love. It builds community. I made mm-hmm. so many friends at school because of it. And like how in the world would I've ever thought it took a global pandemic for this to happen? Yeah. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Use those seasons, use the crazy things that happen and are just placed in your lap mm-hmm. and you never know what will blossom because of it. So that said, you don't know what post-grad life was going to look like, but I feel like blessed in the freedom of it. I guess mm-hmm. is how I would say, mm-hmm. look at how many options you have use the season as a chance to listen to God and not necessarily talk to him all the time, which is hard. The the cliche that we have twice as many ears as we do mouths, I think it's applicable in prayer. <laughs> yeah, um, that's good. So, yeah, I would listen to what he wants you to do. And mm-hmm. so I am technically unemployed in this random season of post-grad life and that is part of where those pressures come in and Mm -hmm. people are like oh get your nine to five do your 40 hours a week great however if that is not if god has not opened that door yet find the window you know Mm -hmm. like so for me i've been blessed with like this tiny little window of time that has meant i can start my new business in graphic design and that's Literally, I'm one step away from launching that. So I don't know what point in time this podcast will get published, but <laughs> follow Prince with Liz. Hey! <laughs> so that'll happen. <laughs> but sincerely, without yes. the the freedom that this mm-hmm. post-grad life has brought, it would not have happened with the time yeah. that it has. And now, because I've gotten to work on it so much this summer, mm. it'll be in swing by the time I'm in like a new season in Lexington and you know more school for my husband you know Mm -hmm. all of those things and that again the timing was only orchestrated by God because yeah there's just no other way would I have had time to focus on this but Mm -hmm. he he provides time for your passions Mm -hmm. and the desires of your heart so Mm -hmm. other creatives (laughs) follow the pushes (laughs) follow those little nudges yeah Mm -hmm. absolutely Oh my gosh. 
I'm so excited. I Maybe I saw that on Instagram. Like, I saw the new account, but I've totally maybe forgot mm-hmm. about it. And so now yeah. I'm super stoked about that. Oh, my gosh. Yay. I can't wait. Congratulations. Yeah. First. <laughs> That's so exciting. I mean, you were a big part in that happening because I told you about it you did. happening. I showed you my logo in the early stages. You I was did. like, wait, you're starting a clothing business? So am I. Like, a yeah. printing business where, like... And yeah, now we, here we are. You're here we are, Lydia. Time. Step away, look at us. Boom. Here we are. Thank and you, Jesus. it's all yeah, it's all the Lord. And I think that's the cool thing that it it's all him and how he makes these connections. There's there's two, maybe two or three things while you were talking that stood out to me of like, man, if you didn't start lift you know, threads I I never say it right, I think, in my head. I just <laughs> know <laughs> Thank you. I just know the Instagram handle <laughs> what it looks like. Oh my gosh, Addy. Which is fantastic. Branded. <clears throat> it's branded and it's in my head because I'm visual. Duh. But if you wouldn't have started that, I don't know. Like I wanna think we would be friends, but right. I don't know that that's how we got connected. And right. Like, how cool is that? And, like, that makes me really sad to think if you didn't do that. And it's scary. It's risky. You know, all those things. Mm -hmm. But that's definitely what an entrepreneur is. Like, there's so much risk involved. 100%. And and then also just in COVID, like, I think it's so cool. Like, it's sad. But, like, I tend – my brain tends to just push that season just down and, like, away out of my brain because it was really hard. And I can't imagine, like, I just graduated college. And yep. it was just different. And at the time, I had just gone to Nicaragua and Honduras in, in that job mm-hmm. with the ministry and gotten back. And then, boom, I was like, whoa, we're not going anywhere for a while. Yeah. But what COVID did is I think it helped so many people create it, like, because everyone is creative, in my opinion, and, and you know that. Mm-hmm. But it helped people kind of pay attention more to what is inside, like, I you know, those God-given gifts of, like, man... I really wanted to do that or there, this is a crazy idea, but it's like, why not? Like what right. else is there? Not what else is there to do, but this kind of point in time to make it happen. This is it. Let's, do it. Let's yeah. try it. Let's try it out. And if not, no offense, but it was COVID. No one wants to remember exactly. it if it failed kind of, um, <laughs> there was, there wasn't a lot of risks because you couldn't go anywhere. Yeah. And so everything would be online. Um, and exactly. I think it's so cool how many just different like creative solutions people had to create with, mm-hmm. you know, just meal pickup orders and different things. Like, I still love that. Um, yeah. And just so many unique things like just technology is amazing. And it's like, OK, like, Lord, this is so cool how we can use mm-hmm. technology to create better experiences for the customers or the community that we want to serve. Um, exactly. It's incredible. It's like a worldwide testimony of what yeah. happens when we're pressured and forced yes. to learn new ways to do things yeah and we're all grown so cool. from it you know mm-hmm. yes even if we wouldn't want to by choice it's how do right. we respond to the trial or to a hard day or different news like it's literally all about how we respond and i love i think it's yeah annie f downs where like joy and sorrow can coexist and it's hard to navigate, but they are two separate things, but they can coexist because that's what it means yeah. to have joy in Christ and to yep. walk in that, which is so encouraging. And it's hard to do, yeah. but that is what a life, I think, of a believer is marked by as life will continue to happen 
And it's how do we respond? What is yep. our character in that? The the second thing, it's funny because my mom and I were just talking about college, I think over this weekend, it's kind of a blur because, you know, little sleep, mm-hmm. but somehow we got on that topic and something that we were talking about is how I found my community and I'm so thankful because I didn't really have a community. I mean, I didn't know anyone going to SCAD 13 hours away. Yeah. That was a huge step of faith. And even similar for you, like Wisconsin to Indiana, like, yes, what? And so you have to be intentional to find that community. But my mom asked me this question of, like, Addie, do you wish you would have, like, branched out a little bit more, like, different churches or found different believers? And I think now, like, being able just even this past weekend thinking, like, you know, connecting with different makers or people who are doing, like, a similar thing, you know, like, even if you and I are doing something similar, it's not Mm -hmm. that competition or it's not a church against a church or a college ministry against college ministry. And that, like... I know it's been said. I remember Paige saying that, and she did this awesome event to get all the ministries on board. But it's like, man, like, why don't, you know, why? I was like, yeah, I think I wish I would have, would have, like, branched out a little bit more to find, like, I have such deep friendships. I think I could have had more deeper friendships. And they're not Mm -hmm. too late for that. I think there's unique ways we can do that. But I would say as a freshman, like, it's okay. It's good to find that friend group. But mm-hmm. don't get so logged in that, like, those are the only people, like, because you're going to grow and you're going to change, too. Right. Which is good Absolutely. to remember, even after yep. college, too. Yeah. And on the one hand, you look back, probably even you, four years out of school, like, mm-hmm. it was four years of your life. You're like, oh, yeah, yeah that was just a, a, a tiny amount of time. But then when you think about it, four whole years. It was a big. That is a lot of it's time. It's a lot of time. You know? like, it's yeah, so, like, yeah. older people might think, oh, it was just, like, oh, college way back then. Yeah. But they're formative, and they're mm-hmm. long, and they're, so much is going to happen. Yes. And allowing yourself to change with those times, mm-hmm. I know it can be hard. I think one thing I didn't feel prepared for was, go, and maybe you can resonate with this, but going back and forth between home and school, like, on summer breaks or Christmas breaks, and yeah. you realize, like, you know, uh, times and places are kind of married like mm. at this place I was like this at this time yep but then you go back and it's a different time and mm-hmm. it's like wait now my like, parents what? don't even know who I've become and yeah yeah just allowing mm-hmm. yourself to change allowing your friendships to change because mm-hmm. they will they and will. all of it mm-hmm. yeah I know being afraid of change is easy it and is. it's like oh I just want to keep it my way out you know yeah but But it's going to happen. Yeah. And we should not should because I've learned should is a shame word. And so it's it's Mm -hmm. there's another there's other words, but Mm -hmm. it's just the intention of like, you know, in our approach or the the mindset of how we're going to look at it, the outlook, you know, it's just like trials. Mm -hmm. It's just a different season. And it's really taking that question of like, okay, if you can sometimes season of change, they happen and you don't know they're happening. And it's like, whoa, mm-hmm. how did I get here? Uh, or they, you can see, like, they're happening. Like, you know, even great example, like you, Lydia, of, like, you're getting married. You guys aren't, you and Miles are engaged. Like, it is going to happen. It's going to enter a new season. And it's going to change your mm-hmm. lives. It will. And so, like, there are ways that we can prepare for it. But regardless of what the season, like, of change, how it comes to be, it's like, okay, Lord, what do you want to teach me? What do I need to learn? Mm-hmm. 
Like, mm-hmm. what am not? What are you missing? But there, there might be something that he's like. Maybe, yeah. maybe you didn't get it the first time, Addy. <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. or mm-hmm. it's he wants to teach you something totally new, or to encourage, yeah. like yours for the benefit of others. We don't know until we ask him, and even what you said earlier, until we listen, actually, mm-hmm. <laughs> too. Yeah, we do need to do that. That's <laughs> part of having to. conversations. <laughs> it really, really is, which yeah. is insane. But I will say the one thing of like those. do finding like those core friends from college and Mm -hmm. I think oh four years ago like you said it's not that far away I mean now you know eight years ago since I was a freshman in college which is crazy holy cow but but like such a good example and testimony is literally this year I mean even 2019 when Ryan and Haley my two I I love them so much and it's mm-hmm. so great. This is a great story. But they got married then after we graduated. But Haley was still like planning a wedding, you know, from college, all this stuff, whatever. Mm-hmm. No, whatever. But I remember that moment during their first dance where the Lord is like, Addy, this is just the start. There's like sorrow because like the season of college is over. But it's just the start mm-hmm. of like so many beautiful things that I'm going to do in your guys' lives. And like that yeah. was like my core community. And then this past January... We had a baby shower for Haley and Ryan and mm-hmm. Mariah. She is. Oh, hold on. I. Oh, yeah. Okay. Never mind. I recorded a podcast like so many months ago. I was like, I can say her name. Sorry. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Double check. If you mind. Yes. And like now, Mariah. Now she's she's here. And but like all yeah. those friends from from Florida, from North Carolina, so South Carolina, but like we all went to North Carolina, but from California, mm-hmm. from Indiana, and then Nashville, like Tennessee, everywhere. Like we made it a priority. And like those are the friends like that exist and they are there. And every time like we're together, like we're all in different seasons. It looks different, but there is so much like a deep love for Jesus and also for one another because we've walked through so many seasons together and like my heart just aches like I'm sad that I don't get to be with them all the time Mm -hmm. but at the same time like we are exactly where we're called to be to walk in what God has put us on the earth to do and they're going to support us if we suddenly move somewhere new or if we're going to you know go to Israel or we're going to start a business (laughs) Like, all of those things. Or if we're going to get married, they're going to be there for the big moments that are exciting and the hard Mm -hmm. moments, too. Mm -hmm. Like, there have been so many challenging, you know, just, you know, seasons of transition or just different life things that are hard, you know. Like, when we have to go our separate ways. And, the like, they were still there at college for another year. I'm like, yeah, this really sucks. Mm -hmm. But I have to go to the world. (laughs) You know, all those things. (laughs) So, yeah, it's so good, you know, but that's just the testament of like commit and you don't know what God's going to do. And, you know, grades and school, it's all important. Like know the reason why you're there, but don't lose sight of the fun. I think that is right there. Yeah. Yeah. That God wants you to experience. the fullest experience you can get. Yeah. Yeah. Of that joy. Like, it's right there. Totally. I remembered one more thing. Yes. When on the topic of change, I'm a visual person. You are too. Yes. We are. <laughs> um, the, the image I like to keep in my mind when thinking about change is plants and flowers. And mm. there's no arguing when you think about what a plant looks like after it's grown. A flower full bloom looks 
much better, is much better than its seed at the very beginning. Mm. But think about all of the different forms and the time it takes for that seed to be planted. And then it's, it roots first down in the ground and that Mm -hmm. looks wonky and crazy and you can't see it happening. But then it comes up out of the ground, it surfaces, it's tiny, but it's young. And that's kind of like the season we're in now, at least the season I feel like I'm in, like very new, it's sprouting. And then it grows taller and it grows greener and Mm -hmm. healthier. And there are definite ways you can, you know, not take care of it. Yeah. It needs water and sun and, you know, nutrients, all the things. So you need to be taking care of your plant, but then it just grows into something you can't even imagine how beautiful it'll be. Mm -hmm. And you can't see what Mm -hmm. it will look like based on looking at the seed. And, you know, you can go as far as you want with the analogies, but I think about that a lot. And that could probably fall under my undergrad advice. And keeping that image in mind, knowing you're working towards a blossomed flower or Mm -hmm. whatever plant, you know, you think you are. You want to resonate with. uh, (laughs) Yeah. Yes. If you're a cactus, that's fine. <laughs> cool, cool. Yep. I I love that though. Like you're like, oh maybe maybe I'm like budding. I'm like, maybe I'm like an inch. You know, like things are yeah. starting to click. And just one yeah, one more thing. I it's probably just because we're both like entrepreneurs in that sense of like mm-hmm. it is okay if your route is not college. If it's the workforce immediately, Mm -hmm. my mom says all the time, like they need electricians or, you know, like handy, like certified, you know, just like different what trade jobs. There we go. That's the (laughs) word, Addie. There you go. Got it. Got it. Just those trade jobs. (laughs) You like God can use whatever gift you have. And it's okay. That looks different. Even if it's post-grad and it's something like you think it was supposed to look this way. And now you think, oh, it's not going to look like a nine to five. Like Mm -hmm. it's okay. okay. It's okay. Yeah. I mean, that's the thing that drove me to start Gentle and Lowly. And I bet even probably you, Lydia, too, and your adventures, too, of, like, other people are doing it. And I learned this mm-hmm. weekend a lot of other people, like, they have right. a second job. They, they do. Yeah. And I think that's awesome. I want to figure out a way how that doesn't happen, you know, how it is the full-time mm-hmm. thing. And that is okay, even if it looks like that for a season. Mm-hmm. And it might not be as much, you know, I don't know, it might not be as celebrated or maybe people don't consider that success if you have like a second job at Trader Joe's, but you're doing what you love or you're doing what you're called to do, like, and you're using, you're being able to spread, you know, the gospel. And I think that is a question to ask of like, well, what do you define success as? I mean, like for, you know, for like personal reflection and actually think about that. And be like, okay, and like take that to the Lord and just like those pressures are going to come from all over and they won't stop coming, unfortunately. Mm -hmm. I mean, even not just in that sense, I mean, even being 26 and and not like in the season, the next season of my life and my other friends Mm -hmm. are and I'm like... I'm, you know, going to markets and different things and my friends are having their families, which I'm excited for them and I am hopeful for that one day, but this is what God's called me to do and we're going to be faithful in that and I'll be ready when it happens. There you go. Absolutely. Preach. Preach it. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I love that. 
So to wrap up our episode, this is just a fun thing that we do with any guests that are on the podcast. So what is one way you're currently learning to carry the gentle love of Jesus in your life? Of course. I listen to the podcast. <laughs> I know the thing. Yes. <laughs> the way I'm learning to carry the gentle love of Jesus. Mm, love that. I think that's a question that people should be asking mm. themselves more than just your podcast. So mm. I'm glad you're using your ministry in that way to get people to ask that, that question. Aww. But let's see. I guess, I mean, this is something I've been learning for a long time, but mm-hmm. I think I resonate with it most. And given how much this episode is consistent of talking about words of affirmation, I think it's easy for people to think about love languages as like, oh, this is how I feel most loved. And mm-hmm. that is 100% how mm-hmm. it manifests in one way. But yeah. it goes both ways. So I am asking myself, how am I carrying the gentle love of Jesus? And that comes through my words of affirmation to other people. Mm -hmm. And how am I speaking? Like, granted, if we're we're listening twice as much as we're talking, let's at least, like, make the amount of words we are saying Mm. be beautiful and gentle and loving. And I, sometimes people ask me, like, what's, like, my biggest regrets? And I don't. I don't really mm. look, and this is a bigger topic than it needs to be, but it's a whole other episode to have it. But I don't know if I really believe in regrets because I believe in Jesus. Mm. And oh, so yeah. that is kind of mm. a topic. Again, I won't go into it. However, mm-hmm. if I had to pick one thing that I regret is certain conversations. If I come out of that not confident that mm. that person didn't feel loved but, by the Lord yeah. through my words, mm. then what was the point, you know? Yeah. So I guess that would be my answer to that question is I would learn, carry the gentle love of Jesus through your words and everyday conversations. And that kind of ties back to what I was talking about. Don't overlook the mundane things in college or in mm-hmm. any season you're in because you never know who that might have affected or what seed you might have planted. And yeah, yeah that would be my answer. Mm, that's so good. And I think, like, that's exactly why... I wanted to start gentle and lowly is because yeah. Jesus' love, it's gentle and it's literally right in front of our eyes. If right. you're a believer, you see it more clearly, like with those God glasses, I think I've talked about mm-hmm. and um, in the podcast before. But even if you're not, it's just your eyes aren't open yet. And I think that's the encouragement of, like, if you're a believer, I mean, I'm assuming, I hope you are for listening to this podcast. If you're not, I'm mm-hmm. still glad you're here, obviously. But if you are, then, like, you can see, like, the kingdom working. And if you're not, you just have to start that conversation and ask God, will you give me the faith to believe? And yeah, the whole world around you will totally change. And totally. you might think, like, it can't be that simple and a conversation, but I totally understand like exactly what you mean. I mean, even if, you know, like with just because it was just this past weekend, but I got such a deeper, like, you know, what is the word I'm thinking of, Addy? (laughs) Oh man. Oh yeah. I was filled with so much more joy when I had conversations with individuals from the market that were focused on Jesus or we talked about our faith or they mm-hmm. were just trying, like they were just so excited that something like this exists 
for the purpose of spreading the gospel and fulfilling the Great Commission. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. like I was so encouraged by that and my heart was so much more full. Obviously, like this is all these are just tools, like just exactly yeah. tools to be able exactly. to commission more people. And that's exactly like how we're supposed to live a called life as a believer. And it's going to look different, but if it looks similar, I'm like, okay, what is a way that we can collaborate or we can just celebrate it if we can't work directly Mm -hmm. together? Like we can still celebrate it, but because that is exactly what it's worth. It's about people's souls, not about people's money (laughs) in the honesty. Like, I mean, (laughs) even though like we want to run a business and that's a totally, you know, more behind the scenes thing, it's just a tool because we also like, you know, if we want to do this, like it it has to function, you know, legally and all those things. And if we mm-hmm. want to be able to live on stuff, like we got to be able to live. And those are just the realities of this life. But we can still right. use those to be able to give back in some way. And right now right. it's encouragement. Eventually with this, I want to be able to bless other ministries. And you know that and support missionaries or whatever it is. And mm-hmm. I'm so excited for what that looks like. But It's the people because they are made in his image. And even if they don't share the same worldview with me, it's okay. Am I sharing Jesus' love with them through my speech, through my character, Mm -hmm. the way that I'm responding to messages, the way that I hold a conversation? It really is that easy. Or the way that I respond to a parking ticket. (laughs) Literally. Exactly. (laughs) It's it's that small and that big. And even in the waiting seasons, all of those things, it really is that simple. So that every single thing. Yeah, every single thing. Lydia, oh my gosh. That's so good. That's such a good example. I love that. Mm. And it's okay that like I think some of the bigger lessons that we learn, it's like, oh, you know, maybe it's maybe five more years down the road, I'm gonna finally understand something I've been learning the whole my my whole life. And I'll finally exactly. understand it like exactly like the Lord's like, Okay, Addie, yep. now you get it and now you're, yeah. you know, gonna be more you know, being able to have a more capacity to share that with people. And that gets yeah. me so excited. Yeah. yeah. Amen. <laughs> Amen. So Lydia, thank you so much for being on the podcast and just being a friend. You are such a dear friend. And even though we don't get to hang out as much in person, <laughs> you are like such a good friend to me and bring so much joy to my life. And I'm so glad you said yes. And just thank you for your time you. being on the podcast and I can't wait for people to meet you and get to be your friend too. So I'll go link everything in the show notes for you to follow. If you want to support Lydia, be a part of our community. (laughs) We love that. And I can't wait until Lids Prince launches and hopefully it'll be live (laughs) when this podcast goes live. And so I'm so excited. But, and then for you friend listening, just thank you for being here and pulling up a chair to the table and we'll see you next week. Bye. Yay, bye.